0: God bless you and welcome to The Solution. I'm Greg Backus and I'm sitting here in my garage where it's quiet and a beautiful Friday morning here and I wanted to take a look at a wonderful topic in God's Word, mercy, God's tender mercies. This topic has blessed me tremendously over the last several weeks and I like to start my mornings in the Psalms uh, and read about God's love, His goodness, His grace, and His mercy towards us, and His tender mercies is a theme all throughout the Psalms. I thought it would bless you, it blesses me, to look at a few verses regarding that topic and Psalm 119, verse 156, it says, Great are God's tender mercies. His tender mercies are great and we all know what mercy is. Mercy really at its core, at its foundation is forgiveness of a wrongdoing. Uh, Mercy is withholding uh, punishment for an evil deed or for a wrong when it's within the power of the one to administer some type of judgment or punishment. Well, God shows forth his tender mercies towards his people. And as we read here in Psalms, we're going to go to Psalm 103 here in a second. And uh, if you have a Bible handy and want to follow along, that'd be great. But here in Psalm 103, it talks about many of the benefits of our Heavenly Father and what he's done. And we can learn from the Old Testament, because here Psalm 103 is addressed to the Israelites. The Israelites were not... Sons of God, as we are in this day and time, where when we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, that God raised him from the dead, and confess him as Lord of our life, we receive Holy Spirit. We become born from above, born again. We become a complete individual, body, soul, and spirit. We receive Spirit. And we'll look at Ephesians, a verse on mercy, a couple of verses on mercy, where we can see how much more the mercies of God have blessed the children of God. That's us in this day and time, the age of grace. So we saw in Psalm 119 there that God's tender mercies are abundant. And if we look here at Psalm 103, it says in verse 1, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord. O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. How many and what kind of benefits has God displayed towards us? Well, we find out what some of those benefits are, really what all of those benefits are, through his word. His word is his will, and it's through his word where we get to know how wonderful, merciful, gracious, and kind our Heavenly Father is. And here in verse three of Psalm 103, here here's a couple of the benefits that we're not to forget: Who forgives all your iniquities, all your sins? God forgives all, all, all of them, all our sins. Who heals all our diseases? God heals all our diseases. Is there any disease that's greater than God's healing? No, absolutely not. Verse 4, Who redeems thy life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness, and, here it is, tender mercies. God gives us a crown of loving kindness and a crown of tender mercies. He satisfies our mouth with good things, so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. Verse 6, He executes righteousness and judgment. For all that are oppressed. Verse 8, the Lord is merciful and gracious. He's slow to anger and he's plenteous in mercy. Wow. He's merciful. He's gracious. He's slow to anger and he's plenteous in mercy. He's got plenty of mercy. He's got plenty of forgiveness. He's got plenty of grace for you. It says in verse 9 that he won't always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. And this is Old Testament. In the New Testament, in this age of grace, our judgment was found in Jesus Christ. That's where our identification lays. He was our substitute on the cross for our sins, for our iniquities, for our shortcomings, for our disobedience. How great is his mercy towards us. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, how high is the heaven above the earth? <laughs> Pretty high. Just keeps going and going and going. Well, so great is his mercy towards them that reverence him. God's mercy towards those that reverence him is as high as the heaven is above the earth. Pretty high. As far as the east is from the west, verse 12, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Our heavenly father has removed our transgressions, our sin from us as far as the east is from the west. If you traveled east, does it ever meet the west? No, you're always going east. If you travel west, does it ever meet the east? No, you're always going west. As far as the east is from the west, they never meet. If you keep going east, you're still going east. you got to turn around to go west. Well, as far as the east is from the west, that's how far he's removed our transgressions from us. Verse 14, For he knows our frame, he remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass. As the flower of the field, so he flourishes, for the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. Really, our days are as grass, whether you live to be sixty, seventy. 90 a 100 103 110 that's nothing more than grass in light of eternity because eternity is forever and ever and the lord jesus christ is returning one of these days and when he does wow the circumstances in your life in my life will change dramatically the dead will be raised Those of us that are still alive at the return of Christ will be changed. We'll meet him in the air. What What a day of rejoicing. What a joy that is. So our days on earth here are just as grass. The wind passes over it and it's gone. Well, verse 17, in contrast to our days being as grass, the mercy of the Lord, verse 17, is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that reverence him. And his righteousness unto children's children. Whoa, what a tremendous promise that is. The mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. It's forever and ever upon those of us that reverence him, which we do. And his righteousness is unto children's children. I have grandchildren. Well, God's righteousness is unto my grandchildren. To such as keep his covenant, verse 18, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, or ministers, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye hosts. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his, that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. In Ephesians, let's just take a quick look at Ephesians here. Ephesians chapter 2, it says here, remember mercy, withholding merited or earned judgment because of God's love and forgiveness. Well, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1, it says, even you who were dead in trespasses and sins, which we were. Wherein, verse 2, In time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our behavior in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature, the children of wrath, even as others. Here it is, verse 4. But, but in contrast to that, God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, he has quickened or made alive us together with Christ. By grace are we saved. And not only that, verse 6, he has raised us up together. He has made us to sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Verse 7, that in the ages to come, God, our Heavenly Father, might show or place on exhibit the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. God is going to show how loving, how kind, How gracious, how merciful he is by what he does for you and I, for his children. He's going to put us on display for all eternity to show the greatness of the exceeding riches of his grace. The exceeding riches of his mercy. For by grace are you saved through faith or believing, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. There's no work that you or I can do that is so great that would cause God to save us or to love us any more than he already does. And there's no work, no deed that you or I could do that's so evil that would cause our Heavenly Father to disown us, to not love us, to cause him to remove his spirit. Eternal life is eternal life, and eternal life is not based upon good works. It is based on believing in the work, the accomplished work, of the Lord Jesus Christ, the perfect man who always did the Father's will, who gave his life for mankind so that men, women, and children could live, could have a relationship with the creator of the heavens and the earth. Now that's mercy. That's grace. It says here in verse 9, It's not of works, lest any one of us should boast. And knowing the way men and women are, and children, if it was of works, we'd surely boast. Well, it's not of works, lest any of us should boast, for we are his workmanship, verse 10, created in Christ Jesus Unto good works. There's your good works. The good works don't come into play until after you receive the Lord Jesus Christ and believe on his good work, his accomplishment of having died for us, having been raised from the dead by his heavenly father, and then the giving of the gift of Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. Now good works can come into play of which there are eternal rewards for those works. Not only that, God has before prepared or ordained those good works that we should walk in. What a tremendous life we have. What a wonderful, loving, gracious, kind, Heavenly Father we have. So much to be thankful for. So much to be thankful for. I I am just so humbled by God's Word and by His grace and mercy and what He's done. So thanks for taking some time to listen to me talk a little bit about God's tender mercies. I'm going to try to to do these short little teachings once or twice a week to hear previous teachings. And when The Solution was on radio in the Chicago area, it was on for a while, and also Omaha and uh, Richmond, Virginia, you can go to the solutionradioshow.com and be able to re-listen to some of those there. And Or you can also visit jcthesolution.com. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, I'm just so grateful for this day that you've given us. Thank you, Father, for all those that are hearing this message. Thank you, Father, for your people around the world and for those that have given their hearts to you and, and reverence you and love you. Thank you for your love for each and every single one of them and for how you desire that all men be saved and come unto a knowledge of the truth. Thank you that we have the privilege to make that truth available to others. Thank you, Father, for this day that we can trust you, not have any doubts, worries, or fears, but that we can look to you and know that your tender mercies, that your wonderful grace, that your wonderful love provides all that we need. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen.